Hey, check, 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 one, two. Welcome to this Anastine podcast. I am your co-host, and Ryan the other Sharp, co-host, and the other co-host, Drew Zimmerman. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest on the podcast today. The Mogwas from the Land Down on Baby, Dumbler Mifflin, Montage Mountain, Scranton, Pennsylvania. They are fellow Pennsylvanians. Am I correct about that? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And boy, man, we are so Where that we are right now. Are here with and us today. Tell me your name. Could you go around and in a, what you do in the square that we are right and now? The band, and the band you can now over quarantine. What you do in the band? Tell me those three things. Please now over quarantine. Please tell me those three things. Go ahead. Please. All right, I, I, start I could start. Lead, My name is Eric. I uh, I sing for the Magwas. Um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of like emo rap type stuff over quarantine uh especially little extra he is very sick please don't say machine gun no not machine gun (laughs) kelly uh (laughs) we we have a strong hatred for machine gun kelly and i think hatred is the correct word i don't anymore i like i don't anymore (laughs) damn it ryan i'm disappointed in you now you're letting me down (laughs) uh moving on yeah, definitely yeah, not Machine Gun Kelly. That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, I'm Matt, aka Jenks. I play guitar in the band. And I've been listening to all sorts of shit. A lot of Neck Deep. I uh, like the new album. Did you guys listen to it? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Pretty good. A few songs I really uh, dig on that album. and yeah, just just all sorts of other stuff. A lot of indie music I've been jamming these days. A lot of metal. Indie music like the Mogwas. You know, <laughs> Little Mogwas. <laughs> <laughs> Little Mogwas. Wait, you have a rap group too? Sweet. Yeah, yeah Little Mogwas. Lil Lil Mogwai. I tell you, become a rapper these days. Cool. We talked about this on an episode at the end of it. We just said all you have to do. Is yeah. put little in front of your name and you're a rapper. Many projects, <laughs> pretty easy little fuck stick. <laughs> um. See, I'm gonna compete with Big Schmo, and I'm gonna name myself oh. Little Free Wings and Beer, and then I'll have yeah. every country heck there. <laughs> All right, last member. Uh, so I get- Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Dalton. I play guitar as well in the band Magwas, and I've been listening to a ton of Wonder Years, Hot Mulligan, Belmont, love it all, a pop punk, and a little bit heavier too. I've been jamming a little bit of uh, like Periphery and Born of Osiris, stuff like that lately too. Oh, my man. Oh, I love Hot Mulligan. Yes, it's so good. Oh. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right in the feels. There was like Three oh, weeks in quarantine where I just listened to their new album. Like, I literally didn't listen to anything else. It was just every time I listened to music, I listened to their new album. It was just oh, it's so it was great, man. Yeah, fucking rocks. They're killing it. Have you guys heard yours truly yet? Have you listened to her? No. Oh, dude. No, think- you need to get on Spotify and find yours truly. Dude, this chick can sing. Holy shit. Oh, really? oh my God. It's so. I think good. I've heard a few songs. They're so good. I'm like, oh my god. Hers truly. Yeah, they're I'm from, they're from Australia. Australia. Oh, crikey. 
They got to come across the pond and play a show. <laughs> Whenever they're Just alive, man. On the Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, Winston McCall is going to be uh, hitting up that chick before any of us. Let's just let's just be honest, Fair man. Enough. Winston I'm not McCall. trying to. I'm not trying. Oh, wait. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, I'm not trying to hit on her. So you're telling me you think yours truly is going to open for Parkway Drive. It could happen. In the crazy world we live in right now, look, there was that Dropkick Murphys, Clutch, oh. and... The other band, it, it was like a super weird lineup. Hate Break, Hate Break is the third band on that, dude. That's not too far. Clutch from yours go, truly, and then Parkway Drive. Clutch should go tour with bands I don't like, like Firehouse and Kicks. They should go tour with them. <laughs> Damn it! Stay away from Hate Break and Dropkick. We like them. Fuck. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we are so happy that the Mogwas have joined us from Scranton, Pennsylvania. We heard from each member on what they do in the band and also what they've been jamming to over quarantine. Let us know what you've been jamming to over quarantine. We're curious to see if it lines up with our musical interests. I've been really enjoying, not to answer the question that I asked, but go hear his new track, dude. It is badass. There's nothing I would change about it. It is awesome. And then I also have been sending a flashback to 2006, listening to the first Boys Like Girls record, which is absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. But the Mogwas, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever heard of them, they remind me of the Menzingers. And they also, I didn't pronounce that right, the Menzingers. There you go. And then they also remind me of a little bit of Rise Against and a touch of your current pop punk state of mind. So, a lot of the bands that's coming out, they are breaking edge. And I found this band about three weeks ago to a month ago, and I had to get them on the show. And they've been super nice over email and over Facebook to have this opportunity. And I think this band's about to blow up. So I think, honestly, we're grabbing this band right on the cusp of them literally getting a record deal and saving the day. Wait, wait, we're talking about saving well, the day now? Say I hope you're right. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't mind so, that myself <laughs> i i was interested because when ryan told me we were gonna have you guys i was like who because i i'm an idiot and i <laughs> still live in my 2005 scene days with all my friends and so i i pulled you up and was looking and uh i i'm pretty impressed a couple it's like you've had a couple of headlining shows at stage west and scranton there Oh, yeah. We love playing at Stage West. That place is awesome. Yeah? I have mixed feelings about Steve Masterson, but that's a different discussion. (laughs) Oh, man. I've been in the music business for a while, gentlemen. I have an opinion of just about everybody. Mm. Feels like the way everyone is in the music business. It's spicy over here. No, it's getting (laughs) shades about to be thrown, but I will. Some hot takes. Get ready. So let's see. So I saw, let's see, I saw midfield on here. Nowhere slow. Assuming we survive and we were sharks. That's a good one. Telltale. Yeah, we were oh, sharks. Fun show. We were sharks. Very good band. Awful name. Halloween show. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed by their name. <laughs> I, 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 shark shark dude, I've, 
I found them on Spotify on a new playlist. And I was like, these guys are awesome. And I looked at the name, and it was a little bit of a turn off. I'm not going to lie. Still <laughs> like the band. Still think people should listen to them. But I'm like, I'm not naming my band in middle school anymore. I need a better band name than that. Come on. like, At least if you're not going to spark my interest, like a band like Mooseblood did, where I was like, oh, they're probably a heavy band. And I listened to them like, holy shit. No, they're not. Like... Name right. name your band smart. something Ryan can't pronounce. That's all I need. That's all I'm at. Like you guys, you did fantastic. It's perfect. Hey, we did that. Yeah, that, that was the goal from day one. Just like how could we make sure that nobody knows how to say this name unless they hear it? And that's just how it went. And it's been pretty successful in that regard. There's a band in Harrisburg yeah. named Fluffer, but it's Damn. their band name is spelled P H L R. Uh, I think it's P-H-L-R-R. Like, they took all the vowels out of it to make it really <laughs> fucked. And I'm like... That's <laughs> nice. Where thing that people are I see that all the time. I see that all the time now. I, like, it's, it's weird. It's a different. It's a new trend. It's like a waster. I saw them with Hot Mulligan and Grayscale back in February when shows were still a thing. <laughs> right in the, uh, the edge of the glory days before everything died. And... Um, <laughs> I never, I didn't know. I thought it was just WSDR. I was like, all right, cool. Their name's just letters. That's what I and like, they're, they're like, oh, yeah, we got Waster up next. I was like, what? Why don't you just put the, the letter there? I don't know. <laughs> they didn't have enough money to buy a vowel when they were naming it. Yeah. <laughs> like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm impressed by this you guys and the fact that I've never run across you or worked with you being from Scranton is crazy to me. So we're, we'll have to change that at some point here. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Get you out to Pittsburgh. Definitely. Get, definitely. You, get you out to Pittsburgh, get you down to H Mac, get you out to Penn state to hang out. There you go. Like, Hey, Jenks is from Penn. He went to school at Penn state. Civil engineering. I can tell. Man. Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, it sounds super. Wait, familiar. when did you graduate Penn I, State? I when did you graduate Penn State? Far. I mean, I might have, and I, I was probably blacked out. But. <laughs> oh, did you ever go down to the first and hang out? Did you oh, ever yeah. see it? Down at where you guys play the first? Yeah, we play. We've been playing the first weekly since 2017. When I was like, I don't get to go out and play original music enough, so I'm gonna do a cover band too because having two bands was a good idea. And then that wasn't enough. And then I decided to start drumming for a band before quarantine. And now I'm looking at it going. When I come out of quarantine between a full time job and three bands, I'm probably gonna be. It's all Ryan's yeah. fault. He he convinced me to do all of it. No, <laughs> man, I love I loved it down there. I miss it so much. So much fun. But I I definitely probably saw you guys. God, I I remember what was it? There's a one band you played Thon. There's a band with a lead singer. She's like a teacher. She's pretty badass. Oh, that's Ted and Molly. Oh, Molly's amazing. She's yeah. super cool. Oh, She's yeah. unbelievable. I saw her a bunch of times out the first. She always gets there used to be a band called um, The Jenks. Yeah, Nicole. and everybody called me Jenks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good place with those guys. Yeah, it's funny. Nicole and Kenny um, Suckage. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody used to come up to me and be like, 
I'm coming to see your band tonight. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm not in that band. I'm not in that band. But everybody called me Jinx. Nobody even nobody even knows my first name. I swear to God, half the people I met down there had no fucking clue what my first name was. They're like, Jinx, we're going to see your band. I'm like, not my fucking band. And I, I knew everybody in that band too, and I didn't get the invite to play in it. I opened uh, so I am. Kenny and I were on a bill opening for Jared Reddick of uh bowling for soup acoustic in Pittsburgh. Uh, last year, <laughs> and it was funny because I didn't even remember him being in that band. And he came up, to yeah. me and was like, Oh, you hang out the first, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in the Janks. I was like, What? Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> Every time I run into yeah. these people who were in bands at State College or what the pet state, I'm like, Where did you come from? There's yeah, no, there's nobody How in the that? punk scene and these in bands in State College or goes went to Penn State. Come on, get out of here. So yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, my man. All right, ringleader, go ahead, Ryan. Lead, lead our discussion on our journey. Yeah, totally. I am curious about lyrics. I dug into uh, some lyrics, and I want to know where these lyrics originated from. From the heart? From the mind? Uh, this is from the these are the lyrics, brain. and you're, hopefully you know what song. I know mean, I know you're gonna know what song it is. I'm afraid you'll see every part of me, a crooked, faded outline held up by these bony knees. They're weakening, and I'm just dying for sleep. Oh, for sleep! I hope. Please he tells, translate. I hope he tells you that it was from a burrito induced in coma. <laughs> 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 I, I just wanted to be like, oh no, it's real spiritual, man. But I didn't. I don't know. I just came up with it. No, no, seriously though, that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. So Brandon, who was supposed to be with us today, but he works at a vet clinic and there was an emergency, so he couldn't make it on. Uh, he wrote. That's from Glum. He wrote Glum. Uh, he wrote five out of the six songs on REP, uh, lyric wise, and. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really tell you where he was coming from with that line. Um, but, I mean, really the general theme that's sort of going on with Glum is it's really just, like, self-reflective in a very chaotic and aggressive way. You know, like, it's like a – you think of self-reflection and sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, you're, like, meditating and it's peaceful and it's good for you. But that's not the case when it comes to the vibe in Glum. It's more of like a breakdown. But when it comes to that line, I can't really tell you because I didn't write that line. So, so unfortunately, Brandon. Everybody right now, in the but, band helps write lyrics then? Or just a couple of you? I'd say most, mostly, most yeah. I mean, the first EP, I wrote most of the lyrics. Um, one of our songs that's coming out is our fifth song after our uh, next release, Springsteen. Uh, that song I wrote and our bassist Luke helped write a little bit. Um, I feel like there's some stuff that Dalton wrote. I don't know. Maybe on the last EP. He wrote one of the songs, A Feel I Showed Her Magnificent. He wrote most of those lyrics. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a weird dynamic. I mean, I write some drum parts. I write some guitar parts. Um, we have guitarists writing lyrics and drummers writing lyrics. And out of all that, the bass player wasn't included. <laughs> yeah, no, he normally yeah, he normally does that with his bass part. Yeah, he'll he'll do his bass part. That's about it. I mean, we have a really collaborative process. So I think it's I think it's cool that like we all like 
write different parts of the song that we like. Like Jinx writes some of the bass bases, and uh, I mean Eric is very instrumental in writing a lot of the drum parts. And me and Jinx will get together and different. Like I'll work on leads, and then he'll play it, and he'll work on rhythm parts, and I'll play those. It's cool. I like the fact that we all sort of get the meld. And it comes out in a song like Glum, where it's like, we always wanted to make a song where it's about the vibe. And that's where we like aim with all of our music is like, we want that vibe to match the lyrics. And I think that that song over everything else really has that vibe and lyric mesh that we really go for. Cool. I always get stuck Yeah, it's sort of just like a welcome, welcome to the shit. Like... Because, you know, as the songs go on, there's some happier themes as far as instrumentally. And um, some songs are more like put together in like a literal sense. Um, But lyrically, you know, you can sort of see the journey that starts off where it's just like a breakdown. And then, you know, actions speak louder than words. It's it's also self-reflective, but it's looking back. And it's like, okay, I took a step back. Now, what was going on? Like... What did I do? Word. So it's a journey and it's in the shit. So I would guess the inspiration for the song either came from quarantine or the OJ Simpson trial. One of the two. Definitely. Yeah. It's the OJ Simpson trial. Um, yeah. When it comes to the lyrics, I, I mean, I like writing lyrics and I do write lyrics, but. Brandon is always writing lyrics and Brandon he always writes the happiest lyrics. Person. So we go, he's yeah. the happiest and person, he's the happiest person and he writes the most depressing lyrics. So he's Neil Pert of the band. But yes, yes, he is. Pert. He is yes. Neil Pert. Brandon is Neil Pert. <laughs> so we could put that. Wow. <laughs> writing lyrics. Rest in peace. Seriously. Rest in peace, Neil Pert. Right. So I'm looking here talking on songwriting and I see, You've been recording, I don't know how much you've done recording, but I see Lumberyard recording on here. Of course, Nick Bruzies mm-hmm. of Man Overboard is in that. There's somebody else. Isn't one of the, isn't Ace Enders there too? Doesn't he yeah. out there? Yeah. Yes, sir. Super cool yep, dude. Nick and yes, Ace and I just Ace from the early November. I just had some friends that went there and recorded and I tried to convince um they borrowed my bass player um to record their bass stuff and I, t- I tried to convince him when he went i was like all right you have to make this bad dad joke and this bad dad joke about man overboard and then you have to make this one about an early um so <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna get there they would love it. when you show up you're gonna yeah, tell yeah, him this is your world favorite <laughs> recording studio and he's like i don't get hey, it listen if you're going the dad joke <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it's a lead singer syndrome, man. Yeah. Listen, if this is a dad joke podcast, I'm all for it. Oh, done. Ryan's had his share of dad jokes. Don't let him fool you. He just doesn't get them <laughs> off as many as I do in an episode. So, fellas, <laughs> we had a... We had an EP called Good Beer, but there's also Good Beer Productions. Explain to me, was the EP inspiration for the production company? What, what is Good Beer? 
so the good beer productions we just made it up because it was like on spotify when you submit a song it's like Pick whatever i don't know if it was like a label and you're here's jenks are just like yo should we like make up a label and we're like yeah sure and so we yeah. just did that um so that's where that came from yeah jinx jinx label that's um, what i go by now good beer productions <laughs> Like good but beer. The so good beer actually comes. It comes from a story. It originates from a ridiculous story of our from stupid basement story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> this was like a few months after we started the band, and we were just like sitting around, and we were just we we're always just fucking around, like constantly, and so we were fucking around, <laughs> and we were just like Jinx was talking about this beer he had at Penn State that was like the cheapest beer he ever found. Yeah, what was it? Stro light. Stro light. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, line. yeah, let's just <laughs> send them a message on Instagram and be like, hey, uh, you should send us free beer. And <laughs> so, it was like, much. we'll just promote your beer with our band. And so Luke was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll type up a message. And so I forget what the message was, but like he was typing up some shit. And then at the end of the paragraph, he put, he'd like ended a sentence and then wrote, we wondering, sent it on accident. And it was like, oh shit, I just sent that. And then followed it up like, if, <laughs> I don't know, something about like a sponsorship. And then it just fell apart, fell apart so hard that he just stopped trying. And then he was just like, all right, cool. Good beer. And that was it. And we found hilarious. So we were just like, let's name our EP Good Beer. That's funny. And then the next day, he sent him a new email that said, sorry, drunk text. Yeah. No, I, he I wasn't even drunk. He was just the worst texter yeah. in the world. Yeah. He can't, he can't put this together is, a coherent sentence when he's texting for his life. <laughs> Kid went for like astro engineering at Syracuse, but can't form a sentence when he's texting. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny bassist man that's yeah it's a bass player my, thing man my bass player <laughs> is a GIS data guy who works for AccuWeather alright and I don't understand his job at all his job involves coding that forms topographical maps I'm like sure <laughs> sounds like a job I don't want sure Jake <laughs> sounds like a job sure that it does just play that B string, bud. <laughs> but so okay, so good beer. So if you had to pick an actual good beer, not the cheap one from Penn State, which we will not name. <laughs> go go around. We already did. What? Oh, we I know, but I don't want to talk about it. All right, there's too many drunk sorority girls. At the first, who drink that, and I don't want to talk True. about it. <laughs> so pick an actual good beer. If you were actually going to pick a good beer, pick a good beer. We'll do this. This will be fun. All right. Heady um, Topper might be obvious. Yeah, Heady Topper is great. I'd also say it's the sunshine. But you mentioned uh, a lot about PA so far, and there's this great brewery. I think it's in Camp Hill. I live in Carlisle, so... I go to this place all the time. It's called Evergreen Brewery, yep. and they have a beer that's called. Well, they have a couple beers like their IPAs are like flagship is like 
Juice Juicy and Deuce Juicy. One's a double, the one with the D. Huh, get it. But <laughs> <laughs> I just had this one. I was there the other day and I just had this one. It was like, it was a milkshake IPA, peach something. And it was absolutely fantastic. Mm. But their IPAs, they're great. So I figured I'd shout out a little local beer that's amazing. SBC Brewing, that's local. That's a good one. They got a bunch there. The Shemity Creek is pretty good. I used oh. to drink that. Dude, the Shamity Creek, they didn't they do they did a collab with Warp Tour last year for their twenty fifth and they did a beer. They really? Yeah. They, they had it in Atlantic City. It was bomb. Sheets. Wow. They did a hot dog beer with sheets. It's called <laughs> Hop Dog. Brewed with sheets hot dogs. I had it good. See, they no weren't even great. they weren't even thinking they had the perfect setup for Limp Biscuit there. They could have just called it hot dog flavored water. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. We're just gonna keep. We always tweet at sheets, and we're just gonna keep tweeting at sheets until we get to uh, write their theme song. <laughs> that's a popular thing. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Twitter because I've always found it hard to tell people as a guy that I'm tweeting. I've had issues with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so my girlfriend has it, and I thought from what I know. Like the thing to do is fiance, fiance, right? It's fiance now. God, I'm still getting used to that shit. Hey, congrats. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I don't need your sympathy. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Fuck. Now I lost what I say. I don't know. Okay. I'll I'll remember in 10 minutes. Oh, tweeting, right, guys, tweeting, so- tweeting. So oh, the popular tweet. thing on Twitter to do, I thought, was to uh, talk shit on Trapped. Isn't that the popular thing on Twitter to do? Oh, wow. uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a trap thing to I do guess. on Twitter. It, it all started with a rampage on Twitter. So, so now they played, yeah, H- they, they played Midtown Art Center in Harrisburg, where I book. They played there three days before all that shitstorm started. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> and I fully blame oh, that because they had to work with me. No. <laughs> yeah, hey. Just, they all just had a breakdown after being in your presence. They're like, ah, fuck this, all right? Fucking gingers. Go God it. damn it, I can't stand gingers. I'm not putting up with that shit anymore. Um, handguns, speaking of Twitter battles, not I get off topic all the time, ask Ryan. Uh, handguns from Harrisburg, they got in a Twitter battle for a while with Aaron Carter. And he was actually responding really? back. To, oh, yeah, it was so, it's so funny. <laughs> That's if, a weird... Oh yeah. How does that That's happen? So random. They wow. did something and they tagged Aaron Carter in it and he called them out and then <laughs> they were like, "Well, fuck you too." And then they went to town on him too and from everything I know from Jacob Langley who's in handguns, you don't fuck with Jake Langley. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh I I don't Yeah, it's a uh... Aaron Carter would argue differently, and he would say that he's talked to many people who would agree with him, including his brother, but I don't think he won that Twitter battle. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe we brother, should Brother, that's a Just pick someone, oh, yes. like, very nice, though. And pick, like, John Legend. Be like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, the, he'd, the most, like, like he'd probably be like, Beyonce said the fantastic. same thing. Celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. We'll, we'll keep going. I'm sorry. So off topic. If the mob was were to cover a hip hop song, what song would it be? Ooh. I feel like Eric's gonna have a great answer for this. Go ahead, Eric. 
I don't know because I think a band hip hop cover, I always want to make it slam. So I can't think of a hip hop <laughs> song that I would want to do like a pop punk cover of or something. Old Town Road. I would make like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god. I would do some beat down for uh, some beat down old time or, or whatever the fuck Old Town Road. Did like or uh, hypnotized by uh, oh. B.I.G. Ooh. That'd be a good one. Just Ooh. like okay. a good one. Oh, breakdowns. Now we have like that now I think we actually you just have to keep do it, it the same. Like a little Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Last episode. Oh yeah. Mm. There we go. That'd be that'd be jamming. We do uh with the cover band we do um Airplanes by B O B. We do that one. Oh yeah. I like that one. Oh, oh okay. It's a really nice. good one. So what do you think would be the hardest part being a band that doesn't play hip hop music, but to cover a notorious B.I.G. song would be the hardest part. So it would be somewhat similar to the original. I feel I like taking any hip hop no song and trying to add guitars to it would be a bitch. Adding any guitars to a hip hop song would sound, I, I just, I can't picture that. With, unless it's like super tuned down and beat down music. Like that's the only way I could see it. Otherwise throw the distortion pedal in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would have to be like guitars dropped down to like A, doing the bass line palm muted, and then like random squeals and feedback. I'm t- I'm telling you, it would have to be metal. You could do a hip hop and a sugar medley at that point. Fuck yes. Oh yeah. Now now, now we're I'm talking. talking. Now like, I'm liking this. Yeah. You could take a pop song. You could do a pop punk cover. Hip hop. It's gotta be slam. So are you guys metalheads? Are all three of you guys metalheads? I would say I am. Yes, yes. sir. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we like our metal. We like a... Of all time. What's up? What's that? What's that? Who's the greatest metal band of all time? Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what kind of metal are we talking here? Like, are we, are we doing all right. trash? Are we doing like a deep down? Anything. I can, so I that can, can answer this question. The Metallica, the Black Sabbath, the mm. Motorhead, the, you know anything. For me, I would I would go with Meshuggah or Periphery, just because that's the kind of metal I'm into. Like, obviously the jaunt. Um, that's what got me into like really heavy <laughs> shit. Actually, the band that got me into heavy shit was I'm Abomination. If you guys ever heard of them, yes, it was. Yes, it was like. Metal that's slightly genty that was all like singing, there was no screaming vocals. And at first, like, I didn't really like screaming vocals, I was like, fuck this. But then I realized that all the bands I heard they were just bad because my friends were just like, it's all they showed me. But then I just, I don't know, that's how I got into metal. And now I love every, I love the heaviest, filthiest shit. And then I don't, I just don't know what happened. I just love it now. It's a necrogoblicon. Right. <laughs> Infinite annihilator, I mean, man. Oh. Eric, Ooh. Eric, you gotta start dressing up as a goblin. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. Like a sexual, like in a very sexual way. Mm-hmm. Sexually, like I look like Shrek. I'm just gonna start dressing up as Shrek in my pitch nets. Hoping to find your <laughs> Yeah. Colin, you want to be my Fiona? If we're talking metal, his Fiona's Fiona, yeah. probably the front woman from Ginger. 
Oh. <laughs> all right, so that's Not one bad. of you. Who's the, what are your other the other two? Who are your favorite like all time? Well, I started Man, listening I, I, to. Go ahead, Jane. Like Trivium and Kill Switch Engage are my two favorites. I love the Ascendancy album. Okay, now it's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. Current Kill Switch or Howard era Kill Switch? Howard era. Oh, my man. There you go. I haven't even, I think they just came out with a new album, but I haven't even listened to it yet. Right? It's a Jesse Leach vocal record. Yeah. But I, I like everything. I also love Metallica. I mean, Dalton's more of an old school. You grew up on old school metal. I did. Yeah, I was, I was, I had, I was raised a little differently. My dad grew me up with Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath. Like that's what was like put in the car at all times. I swear to God, like my favorite album is still Painkiller. I still love like all the old eighties and nineties heavy metal. Like, you know, I, that was, that was what I grew up on. And then like I got around like 15, 16, all I wanted to play was Metallica. I swear to God, I played Master of Puppets over and over and over and over again because I just love that whole entire album. And then Eric started showing me different stuff like Periphery and Born of Osiris and Volumes. And then from there on out, me and my brother, we've like, we've always got some sort of beatdown or gen on. Like that's that's what's played in our house at this point. <laughs> my favorite metal band's Twin Trees. No. <laughs> Love your own. It's my band. Uh, Love your own. It's my band. I haven't heard it. All right, Ryan, it's, uh, it's, pick your favorite since we're doing this. We might as well both do it. Pick your favorite metal band, and then I'll pick mine. It's got to be Slayer. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Slayer. I saw Slayer at the Rock Allegiance concert. They were good. They were good. Yeah, I saw a lot of bands there. I saw Alice in Chains there, Ben Sevenfold, all those bands. I was like, that was a great show. That was a great show. Um, Ryan probably can guess mine. He could probably guess which my favorite metal band is. Slipknot, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Slipknot and Corey Taylor. Oh, oh yeah. Love me, Corey Taylor. Ryan's, me too. Ryan had to take a day of sabbatical when they announced the indefinite hiatus of Stone Sour for now. <laughs> that's fair I'm a big fan of post grunge I really enjoy Bush and Puddle of Mud and Trapped oh, yeah. I, I mean I honestly enjoy their music <laughs> I, as weird as it sounds I, I really enjoy that style of music. I really like the band called Fuel a lot pop punk and post grunge genres. so Fuel yeah, they sing hemorrhage in my hands. I know who Fuel on. is. They're from PA. I was sitting trying to be like, what's that fucking song? Yeah. Shimmer. Shimmer. Shimmer, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do this. So I've been hosting a trivia every week and doing an acoustic show. And I had a good trivia question the other week and nobody fucking knew it. And I want to test you four and see if you know. Oh fuck. So the question okay. was the big four of the Seattle grunge movement are who? So you need Allison Chains, yeah. Pearl Jam, yeah. Soundgarden, and Nirvana. Oh, look at that. See? Look how easy that was. You know how much fucking help I had to help to give teams there? 
I don't want to hear any of you stinking college students ask me to play Teen Spirit again, ever again. Because you don't even know whether you don't even know. You don't even know. It's like Ryan and I talked about. We had a girl come up one time and say, "Can you play Teenage Wasteland?" And I said, "Yeah, if you actually give me the song title." Bubble oh, <laughs> yep. Riley. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Nope. Jury's out on that one. <laughs> Man, me and Eric, we listened to so much Alice in Chains. We used to go to this. It was like a live band karaoke, and our one friend was playing guitar. And we would go up to him at all times, and we write some different Alice in Chains song. And finally, he's like, Dalton and Eric, I'm not fucking playing Alice in Chains. And like, when we didn't write our names or anything, he just knew it was us writing in Alice in Chains because we were ready to go up there. I was ready to do whatever he was going to play. Going off to Alice in Chains, I'm a big fan as well. Do you guys know the song Hollow by Alice in Chains? Mm hmm. It's a newer track. I think it's off the devil put dinosaurs here. That song yeah. is one of my favorite tracks uh, from that year, like 2013 or whatever. Anyways, segmenting onto another question from a different category, fellas, where could you hear a Mogwa's song played in public? Um, where can you hear it in public? You mean like if you're shopping somewhere and you hear it on the radio? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. I'll uh you'll understand this in a couple weeks or yeah, like two weeks. Uh when our next song, Seaglass and Springsteen, August twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Um, when it comes out I can see it being played in a jewelry store. It's a very specific reason. Um <laughs> it's just about one of these little like I don't know, I don't even know what to call it. I guess it's not it's not really a lead. It's just like some atmospheric notes that come in during it, and it's like straight out of a jewelry store commercial. And like if you just heard a voice over over it, that was like, "Here at sales, you can take your relationship to the next level. Stop on by." And like anyway, I could hear that at a jewelry store. Um, I think I don't know. the best place Public, you could maybe hear like one a brewery? is like one. Of I think like one of those places where they like beat the shit out of cars for fun. I think we got a couple songs that you could probably do that. That's where I would love to hear it. Immediately followed by Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Yes. A lot of Limp Biscuit today. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of Limp Biscuit references. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. We can go Hate Breed. Yes. I like Hate Breed much more than Fred Durst. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I, I could definitely hear a song. Jewelry store. I was caught off guard by that. Not to cut you off. Yeah. That I thought <laughs> there's a lot of answers we could get here. All right. Because if you ask me to name a place where I would expect to hear Ryan's band song, I would probably say at an axe throwing range. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. Yeah. All I can say <laughs> is it's in a couple of weeks, come back and listen to the the jewelry store comment after listening to the first minute of Seaglass and Springsteen. And you'll be like, oh, th that's fucking it right there. The jewelry store. And you'll know. <laughs> I want to he hear from you personally that you thought about the jewelry store and listened to the first minute of Seaglass and Springsteen. And I want to hear from you and be like, you're right. I know it. It was immediate. <laughs> so what's the name of the song again? Seaglass and Springsteen. And Sea glass and Springsteen. Like the boss? 
Yes. 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 Go on. <laughs> it's one of those songs that like Brandon came to us and Brandon's our drummer and he can't play guitar, but he's like just like sitting there like strumming along, singing these like heartfelt lyrics and we're like we're like, okay, I can see this sounds sound pretty good. It was originally just supposed to be an acoustic guitar. Uh, and uh when we brought it in the studio, Nick goes and he goes, nah. No, we're 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 beefing this up a little bit. He's like, we're gonna make some people cry with this fucker. And so we <laughs> came out of it. And the first minute does sound like a jewelry store commercial, but it comes out and it it, it, it picks up a bit. And it's just this like really heartfelt uh thing about like lost love and shit like that. So in two weeks we have a very cute song coming from the Moglus. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Cute. That's a cute. great way to describe cute it. And sad, like a puppy. <laughs> cute, yeah, cute and sad. Pretty punk. Pretty punk. Yes, exactly. When did I said what well, he was he was saying that it's like crying after sex. That's 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 about the best way to describe it right there. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Who's crying after sex? You or your partner? Uh, us, it's me and Bill. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I had to clarify that. Um, politi- political reasons, no. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so let's let's do this. This could be fun. I not to run Ryan's episode, but what do you guys? So I'm assuming do all three of you have jobs? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to hear what you guys do yeah. for work. I think this could be a fun topic. Uh, well, right now I'm about to start my third year of law school, and I currently work wow. at the liquor store in Pennsylvania, as you guys know, is the state. So, <laughs> so they're all the same. Practicing to yeah, work, work as work. a DUI attorney. <clears throat> oh, that w- that would be a nice uh, way to sort of bring things together, but probably not. <laughs> if you mean like an attorney then oh. that gets DOIs, then maybe, but no. <laughs> and you can, oh. you can, you can start, you can have a new song based on your job called PBR and parole. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There I'll you start go. Writing it. All right. Next. Well, I used to work in a company that made fiber optic cables throughout college. And then after college, I started working for my dad as a real estate appraiser. Ooh. So I just finished up my 10th course and I'm so out of college mode and it sucked, but I made it through. Now I got to pass one big final test under the state and then I could take on my own business. No, but right now sense. the state's closed and I have no clue when it's going to open back up. So I'm just kind of on hiatus. Aren't we all? Yep. You're telling me. Sucks, but whatever. All right. Yeah, I work uh, finance. Yeah, finance and data analytics is my job. Uh, I've worked at a couple different places, like uh, Independence, Blue Cross, HarperCollins, Publishers. Right now, I'm at Bank of America, but I do a lot of finance work and data stuff. It's not as cool as playing in a pop punk band. I'll tell you that. True that. So realistically, you could all three start a company together because your jobs could kind of work with each other. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. 
Mm. <laughs> we already started one. It's called the Mogwas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the guy who made the sign for the building fucked up spelling it. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, next Ryan question. That's all I had. Are you Arthur, kidding me? I want to let the guys talk about what they want to talk about, giving our listeners a plug of what's to come with the Mogwas. All right. Yeah. I mean, we got Seaglass and Springsteen coming out. Um, it's the fourth song that we'll be releasing. And then we got two more after that. The whole EP, uh, I mean, it'll come together as a full EP once everything's out. And that's going to be around November. So we'll have music coming out the rest of the year. Uh, we have a couple more videos, including one for Seaglass and Springsteen. Um, don't know anything about shows. Hopefully those exist soon. Because we're definitely going to be hitting the road pretty hard once we can. Um, that was probably the biggest thing for us. We were pretty upset that we didn't uh get to play all the shows that we had planned and didn't get to you know go play for a bunch of new people and meet people but hopefully there'll be some news on that by the end of the year but yeah for now we got all these releases and uh you should go listen to them a million every times six each weeks and share them with all of your friends every six weeks we got a new single coming out so stay tuned i can't share them with the friend my friends the state told me i'm not allowed to have friends they have to stay away from me. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you can still share them. You just can't see them. Yeah. You can't go to a show yet. Mm. And then when we come them. back, we can bring them to a Magua show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when life exists once more. Hey, I've seen the Struts on Wednesday. Next Wednesday, I've seen the Struts. Are you on Starlight? Starlight? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. For some reason, I have to go play in Long Island this weekend. I didn't think Long Island was allowed to be open, but apparently they are. Yeah, I don't know. We have some shows that we planned a while ago. I wonder if any of them will happen. I think right now we're just assuming they won't. But You might want to check because that's what I did. Yeah. (laughs) Found out the hard way. We get a phone call on Friday. I've been like, why the fuck aren't you here? What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I'm I'm sitting on my couch. Where the fuck are you at? (laughs) <laughs> you go to Long Island, you have to deal with fucking traffic and a deadly disease. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a deadly. It was a deadly disease before there was a pandemic. But Long Island's bomb. You should go out there and play at uh, Amityville. It's freaking at the Revolution. Oh, dude, it's so bomb out that way, dude. Long Island's amazing. I love Long Island. We, we saw me and Eric saw Dalton, Periphery uh, and the Contortionist. Yeah. Oh, nice. nice. That was great. Yeah. That was a great concert. That was a really cool place. We got off the fucking train and we all just like looked around and it was like dark and rainy and we were just like, where's that fucking house? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Dude, they changed the windows in that. I don't know if you know that. They... With the really? people who own it now, yeah, they took those windows out and put different ones in, up in the top. And it's I like, didn't. You oh, that'll do it. I hope. I hope whatever. I hope whatever haunting that house kills you now for taking out its practical eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I could have swore that every house we walked by was the Amityville Horror House. I was like, "Is that it?" Yeah, we're like, "That's, that's it. it. That's it. 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 it
I was like, where, where's the ghost that's coming to attack me on the streets of Amityville? It's like it's like when you're in Nashville. Is is that Elvis Presley's house? No. Is yeah. that Elvis <laughs> Presley's house? No. <laughs> oh man, Ryan, you really didn't have any more questions. Are you kidding me? No, that's that's all. All right, well, I want to let conversations flow, baby. All right, we can sit here and talk about the Amityville Horror House for an hour or so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, as a professional, prefer The Conjuring. Thank you very much. No. <laughs> um, okay, let's do this. So, how long have you guys been a van? When did the band start? Like, uh... I mean, we've been playing together for, like, ever. I mean, we've been playing together since we were in, like, seventh or sixth grade. But I don't think we actually got this. Like, we didn't get this band together until about April of 2018. We weren't even planning on being an original band. We were planning on being a cover band, like Eric said uh, when we were talking before he was he texted like seven people to come to the first practice and they all showed up and it all sort of just whittled down and we started writing music we're like this is good we're gonna put this out and uh, you know <laughs> we just started playing shows and writing music and it's you know the rest is history you know what i'm saying perfect so since 2018 favorite show you've played each person pick probably the one the, the fire and stage is probably mine Oh, that was a great gig. Yeah, playing the fire in Philly. That was cool. We had a bunch of people packed into like that. Smile on if you ever played at the, the fire in Philly, but oh, it's just yeah. a small little back room off of a bar. Mm-hmm. And we packed a bunch of people in there and just jamming out. That was a fun gig. I love playing in Philly, just in period. I really liked the Halloween show. That was good. Uh, yeah, that's at Stage West. Another time we played in Atlantic City with Send Request, and we played at this place that, I don't know, Don, you said it was like an old strip club? It used to be a strip club, and they like just got the strip club down and turned it into a bar, and we played with our friends in Send Request, and we got there, and it was just like this like 10-foot-high stage, and I was like, like there's like still holes in the ground where the poles used to be for the strippers, and we were playing there. And I think like the people that some of the people that showed up were still expecting it to be a strip club. And I thought that was, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> think you're showing up to a strip club and hear the Mothwas and Sam Request playing some pop punk sad boy music. It was like I don't know. There's like seven people there, but it's just something about the show and like the trip was really fucking fun. And it was just pure chaos. <laughs> so gambling at four in the morning and drinking with another band is so much fun. Yeah, that was wild. All right, so and the show was fun too. Was that everybody, or did somebody else not go yet? Did Matt? I don't think Jenks went. Jenks, I don't think you got in there. It's a lot of good shows. The uh, Berman and Branch gig in Philly was a freaking blast. Really fun green really room show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a blast. And we showed up to that show and walked into the green room, and it was a literal green room as you walked it was in. Hazy, it was hazy. Right like, Dude, <laughs> dreading on guitars. I'm like, like virtuosos. I was like, whoa. <laughs> really cool, dude. Dude, just sitting in the corner, like shredding on He's a nylon like a guitar, wearing a sailor's hat. And, and hey, hey, like, when he looked up, he was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a, a sailor's hat and a leopard print suit, and we walk into this hazy yeah. green room, like the fourth floor of a restaurant, 
and he's just sitting there. He's like shredding, yeah, like you said, like a like a nylon guitar. He's like, "Yo, hey, what's going on?" And then we played on like a second floor where like the woods like creaky, but it was just such a fantastic show. I loved playing that. Like I said, Philly in general, I think the atmosphere is just better Philly than awesome. most of the places we played. Mm, you got to come to Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's true. I never played in Pittsburgh. So. Come to come to our side of the turnpike. So guys. I'm curious to know the worst gig ever because oh. we've been talking about this back and forth since Drew and I both play in bands. Talk about your worst experience playing live. Oh. Hmm. Mine is an easy one. Last year on my birthday, we were playing a show up at Montage oh. Mountain. <laughs> um, and it was a big stage. There's a lot of people there, uh, you know, a couple hundred people there. And we're playing and all of our equipment shit the bed. Brandon's bass pedal broke. My tube amp, the tube cracked, so it just slowly drained out as the as the gig was going on. Jinx had like a wireless pack. The battery started crackling, so everything started to go. And we're just sitting there, and it's like, oh, and I was pissed after him. But, you know, it's funny to look back. I got really drunk after that show. I really needed to. It was like a night, <laughs> any like nightmare situation. Where like everything that can go wrong goes wrong. That's what happened. And it wasn't just yeah. to Dalton, it was like to everybody. Like just no, everything went wrong. I mean, I had a good time. <laughs> the mics were coming in and out. I, I still have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean afterwards I had a great time. You just gotta make the best of it. It was just like oh fuck. Was it Peach Fest? No. It was no, like a, it was uh, it was the first they time they did called? the event. It was just like a they set up a stage the in the water park. Jam. Yeah, and there yeah, was, it was like a, a bunch of bands that played show. all day. Oh word! It yeah, was like I mean, a water park, and water beer, and the stage. I definitely knew it wasn't going to be Peach Fest because none of you, none of you look like Willie Nelson or a hippie in general. So <laughs> no. definitely wasn't that one. Um, we I've always had the fear of a tube cracking when I get to a gig from like transport oh man so like i always carry my line six i have the 500 pod i always carry that with yeah. me because that way in case my amp shits the bed i can at least use that and di out of it because i always worry about that it's never happened yet yeah. knock on wood god damn it but dude i had been free yeah man. yeah i, I thought, thought like we always normally bring an extra like um, extra amp just in case and then i'm sitting there but we didn't that gig because we're like we're so close to home that's fine we just used it like i literally just practiced with it and i get up yeah. on stage and after the first song's fine second song i started hearing like <laughs> i'm like what the fuck i thought it was like the monitor or something was going out and before you know it just started getting quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter yeah. and then it's just gone and the show i'm just like Throw my hands up around the neck of the guitar, throwing picks out, doing whatever I could. I was like, well, yeah, this is fun. It was a big stage, too, so I couldn't even hear you to begin with. So I had no clue you were even having those problems. You know, you were looking over like, yeah, like, oh, what the fuck's going on? Is it the monitor? Is it? And I'm like, I can't even hear you from over here. <laughs> I have versitis. You got to speak up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just that was that was a nightmare. That was a nightmare. All right, who's next for us? No, for me, I think it, for me, I think it would probably be that one. It was like just outside of Philly, in like dude. Minnesota. I was gonna say that too. What was it? The Red Stallion and or Westminster? 
Westminster or War. Yeah, I don't yes. know. One of those. Uh, that was terrible. I don't know. There was like, I don't know, two people there that came to see us. And then like a bunch of regulars at the bar. And the opening band was like a wedding band. And I guess they, uh, they're from there. They knew everybody. They were there all the time. And there was another band that was before that. Um, but they were on right before us. And we were already like, this was the weekend that we went down and recorded for the first time at Lumberyard. And we recorded for two days, just a single. Then we shot a music video in like 93 degree weather. And then that Sunday night, we went to play this show. And we were already just like, oh, fuck this. Like, just exhausted. Like, why are we playing here? Like, what? I don't, we don't even know what this place is. We didn't know how it was going to go. <laughs> and <laughs> the, uh, we were supposed to start at like, I don't know, maybe 1120 or 1130. And this band just kept fucking playing. And it got to the point where they were like five minutes before our set. And like, we went to the lady that booked us. We were like, yo, like, are they going to get off? Like, are they going to stop so we could play? <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah. And then like, they told them. And then they played until like 25 minutes after we were supposed to start and like, just didn't stop playing. And so yeah, I think they played till like, like twelve thirty. Yeah, we started. Yeah, we, get, we went fun. out at like twelve thirty a.m. <laughs> Literally had to drive home after that. After like the longest weekend ever, it, it was just weird. Like we were pissed, and it was just an odd <laughs> atmosphere too. It was just, I don't know. It was so. What, fun, what did this but... wedding band play? They played like Hasting the Sunshine Band, or what? What, what did they play? They I mean, like nine members. Trumpets. Yeah. They had like a horn <laughs> section. <Yeah>. Everything. <laughs> play, the they played, played everything. Like pop. They played like older shit. I don't know. But it was cool. They were fun. I just don't know why they played for so long. <laughs> Yeah, they were in a bad band. They just played for like two oh, and a half good. hours <laughs> on a band yeah. with three or on it, a bill with three people bands. People I talked to were all nice. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it was just weird. Did you go around saying, "Are you from Earth, Wind, and Fire?" Oh, are you from Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> <laughs> are you <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire? Hmm. <laughs> See, I would, I would do that. I might have played Earth, Wind, and Fire. I, I would just start walking around. <laughs> And if they, oh, that guy would walk around and just be like, are you Bruno Mars? No. Are you Bruno Mars? Oh, well, you definitely <laughs> sound like Bruno Mars. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely did play Bruno Mars, too. I knew it. Knew it. Oh, Every wedding band does. Multiple Bruno Dude, Mars songs. Any band with a trumpet will play that fucking song. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one. You Mars know. You know. It, but Uptown Funk, that one. Oh, like, yeah. That's Ryan and I have talked about this radio overplaying songs and ruining them for me. That one goes on the list with Know Your Enemy by Green Day. The radio ruined those <laughs> songs for me because they played it way yeah. too many fucking times. I feel like that's a part of the reason like people get turned off from pop music because they play fucking 30 songs on a repeat for months. Well, especially now because so like, nobody's putting anything out really. Yeah. When I, like, when I was nobody working... Nobody wants uh, to listen to the same shit. Well, you don't have the choice. When I was working at my last uh, job, 
the guy next to me always had the radio on like some pop station. One day I counted, I heard Adele 30 times. I shit you not, 30 times in an eight-hour span. I was so sick and tired of Adele by the time that day was over. Oh, she fucking ruined the Grammys for me. She comes in, best female solo artist, best album of the year, best music video, best rock album of the year. Fuck you. She's not in the rock category. Get her the fuck out of here. Come on. No, seriously, she comes into the Grammys and wins freaking everything that one year. I'm just like, you're killing me. You are killing me, Smalls. Damn it. Imagine Dragons, too. Like, they own the radio. They just just play them all the time. All the time. Yeah. Every time I hear Imagine Dragons on the radio somewhere, I get mad. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) just a little bit like you could probably appreciate it more but they don't let it breathe at all it's like every hour on the hour there was the other one with uh i was one like the hotel budapest hotel or whatever it was called i forget but that played on the one alt station all the time and i was like oh my god jeez See, i can't my, take it anymore my favorite is here's three songs that you heard an hour ago and then here's 15 minutes of advertising. And then, yeah. well, guess what? We're playing those same fucking three songs we just played. And here's 15 more minutes of advertising. It's like, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, with all this advertising, yeah. this radio DJ better have a freaking eight-figure house. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I don't, if I don't have, like, if my phone's dead or some shit or I don't have a CD in my car or something, I, I will drive in silence before I put the radio on. There you go. <laughs> At least or I'll try and find stadium. like a weird talk show. I like to find like the weird shit. You're like 10 o'clock at night. You're driving home. So Howard Stern. You'll just hear some dude talking about <laughs> aliens. Or like you get, you get like a radio station where they're doing like the old time, like uh, they're, they're telling like a story or something like that. It's from like the 1950s. Those things are cool. <laughs> aliens. You know, like an AM radio. <laughs> aliens in 1950s. Wait, does Tom DeLong have his own talk show? Is that what I'm finding out now? Oh, God. He might. He should. He's going to talk about aliens with Rob Deerdeck the whole time. I'm pretty sure like the government just said his his footage is real. They're like, yeah, Tom DeLogg's footage of aliens is, yeah, it's real. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see that? (laughs) Yeah. No, but I know Tom DeLogg talked about, like, this is he like would always be like, yeah, I was like in with the government. Like, I'm telling you, something's coming soon for like the last eight years. Like, <laughs> I can never <laughs> tell what the fuck he's the doing. The video looks more like a sex tape to me, if you want my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> At one point, he had to have been like, oh, what the fuck did I do? Mm. Like, I was in fucking blink. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I do? It was more of, oh, man, I let Matt Skiba replace me. Fuck. Yeah. He's not even remotely similar. <laughs> Poor Matt Skiba. Yeah, I feel like he just he just gets dragged through the mud now. I mean, you're replacing Tom DeLong, but I, like, yeah. You're right though, and I like Matt Skiba because I liked Alkaline Trio, and then he yeah, came I mean, over I to Blink. Had a problem with him. Oh, yeah. He came to Blink, and I was like, no, if I want to hear somebody sing Blink out of key live, I want Tom to do it. So at least it's like you know <laughs> correct. At least it's authentic. Yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah. He did sound pretty bomb on the new album, though. He sounded pretty good. Yeah, it's, like, not, it's not bad. Just stuff, fucking, it's just not Blink. Yeah. If you're going to replace, like, 
any member of a band, especially like the singer for a band like that, just get some random fucking person who no one's ever heard of. Ooh, like Texas in July did when they replaced their singer. Mm-hmm. They hired JT. They found him on YouTube. Or um, who's the other one? Oh, Broadside <laughs> did that too. They picked up Ollie Baxter from YouTube. They found him really? singing on YouTube and picked him up. Yeah. Yeah. Because the older band would be like, ooh, this new singer. What was that? What was that? It's like I, that dude from that dude from Journey that like he they found him at like a like a random gig somewhere in the middle of the United States and they're just like, Oh shit, this guy sounds so similar. We're just gonna make him the singer now. Randomly. <laughs> that's, that's badass. <laughs> that's some that's a good turnout for that guy. Yeah, they had uh yeah. like congrats, you're in journey. <laughs> like, cool. You can get paid a hundred dollars at a random bar or you can play in journey if you want. Uh I'm gonna go play the bar, sorry. If I <laughs> if I had to play Don't Stop Believing every night, I would just oh, probably commit suicide. I'm sorry. I can't and in front of that crowd, I play I I play wagon meal in front of a crowd that feel big, and I hate that song. Yeah, God, that's <laughs> that's the worst. I feel that's, that's the worst nightmare. Right there. I feel <laughs> nauseated now. You mentioned old crow medicine show earlier. Oh fuck, that's true. Look at all this. Everything's connecting. Fuck Tom. Me and Dalton. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're playing an acoustic show last Saturday, and I had to tell him, Dalt, like, get ready. There's going to be that person that's going to request Wagon Wheel like 10 times. Wagon Get Wheel, <laughs> Freebird, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, like, here's yeah, the thing. Me and Jinx have been doing this. We've been doing the acoustic thing for, like, five years. And at this point, I am just like, fuck you, no. Or, like, we don't know it, no. The fuck away from me. And Jinx is the exact opposite. He's like... Oh yeah, we could we could try that tool song acoustic. Sure, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, no, because the troll the troll is not like going to stop and do a piece of troll. I've learned yeah. this, and you play it shitty for a minute, and he's like, yeah, Metallica. I'm like, you gotta, you see, you gotta take the high road. Too. I had a guy who wouldn't right. quit asking for Freebird one night, and I started to get pissed, so I finally told the security guy to throw him out. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to hear him say Freebird one more time. Throw him out. That's, I'm taking the moral high ground here and making it somebody else's problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, gentlemen, it's been fun meeting you guys and having you. I knew nothing about you until we did this. So this has been a journey for me, Excellent. just like your new song. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you guys so much yeah. for having yeah, us. Thanks for having us. For us. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, so thank fun. you. Well, I think that's about all, folks. We want to thank our special guest, the Mogwas. They are a cutting edge, a new, it's emo, emo rock is what I'm seeing it's, uh, it's characterized as. I mean, is that what you would say the genre best is under that umbrella? Yeah. Emo, anthem, emo rock. anthem rock. Emo rock. I think, I think Apple Music called us that and we were like, that sounds right. Let's just go with it. Need more eyeliner. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, emo anthem rock. It's like rock music, but sad. <laughs> emo right. anthem uh, rock from Pennsylvania, the Mogwas. I was really impressed when I heard them. They were nice enough to come on our podcast. This is this ain't a scene podcast. Thank you, the Mogwas, once again. 
I'm your co-host, Ryan Sharp. Drew Zimmerman. And we will see you next time, everybody. Take care.